This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Zach Ferran. He's a 22-year-old Apple employee, and he's listening to the show and loving it. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it to enter. All right, guys, I talked about this earlier, but I schedule like so many meetings that would blow your mind. I mean, all my podcast interviews, right? Hundreds of entrepreneurs I talk to monthly, I schedule. And you know what? I do it so efficiently. I get them all to agree to my calendar. So all the calls are back to back to back. That means I'm not switching in between tasks all day long. I get them to batch so that I can be very efficient. It's so critical. And I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling to do this at NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule. It eliminates the back and forth between me and people I'm trying to meet with. It makes it very simple. And most importantly, they help me keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders. Helps you look very professional. So go to NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule to sign up and you get a great deal you know you guys know this i hit people hard i make great deals and gavin the ceo has given us a great deal if you sign up like normal people okay on their website you only get a 14-day free trial if you use my link nathanlacka.com forward slash schedule you get 45 days free okay it's the best it's free go to nathanlacka.com forward slash schedule right now to sign up and i'll see you there this is episode 594, and coming up tomorrow morning, you'll learn from Patrick Olini of N Dreams. It's the number one virtual reality application creator. They're leading the space. Over 250,000 of their games have been sold into the VR ecosystem, and they've raised $6 million in funding. This is one you don't want to miss if you're in the VR and gaming space. Good morning, everybody. Our guest this morning is Alan Wivy. We had him back on on we had him on back on December twelfth of this year in episode five hundred and six. His company Clipfolio had raised seven point nine million dollars and passed seven thousand paying customers, who they helped build smarter business dashboards. They're really onto something special, and he has some very exciting news to share today. We're going to dive in. Alan, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, for sure, Nathan. Good. So give us a quick refresher. Just give us the, the pitch real quick for Clipfolio. What do you guys do? Sure. So we're a uh, an online, a cloud-based real-time dashboard. We're focused uh, entirely on selling into small and mid-sized companies. Uh, we've got about 7,000 uh, awesome companies around the world today that are using Clipfolio, uh, and they're using it to monitor everything that, that matters in, in their business. And you have some news. What happened? So in fall, we went out to market and uh, we uh, came home with uh, a $12 million Series B raise. This was very good. So this was late, uh, late 2016. You went out, you, you, you said you want to raise capital on top. So on top of the 7.9 million, you raised an initial 12 million. So now you're up to a 19.9 million raise total. Yeah, that's right. Just around there. Exactly. And tell yeah, us how you right. raised the round because you have some interesting, you have an interesting process here. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so we've got we've got some really good investors around the table, um, you know, that participated in not only our seed round, but uh, then we you know had all of them participated in our A round as well. And the intent um, when we started talking about this in summer, the intent was let's go out to market. Uh, the company is performing really well. Uh, we were basically on a on a two x uh, trajectory. Um, so lots of good metrics, lots of good efficiency metrics. Let's go out to market, and we know that there's lots of capital in the market. Um, let's go out to market and raise a really solid Series B round that will take us, you know, another another 24 months. So the initial intent was let's bring a new investor to the table that will strengthen our position uh, and let us move forward uh, with this Series B. So, you know, as, as you know, as we were just chatting about, that turned out a little bit differently. Um, I don't know if you want to get into that story yes, right away. But. Well, let me just quickly, guys, to give you a sense of scale. So, Alan, is this, what are you up to now in terms of customers? 7,000? Yeah, seven thousand. That's right. Okay, and average, and, and that's that's about it. That's about a two x every year so far. Okay, and ARPU is about seventy bucks per month. Yeah, exactly. Okay. A little bit, a little bit higher than I. Probably more like a hundred dollars a month. So, have you guys broken five hundred grand in MRR yet? Yes, we have. Okay, got it. So you're over that. And and what do you think you'll finish twenty seventeen with in terms of MRR? We're shooting. We're shooting for another two x. Um, so you want to get to a million? We feel very confident. Yep, that's right. right. So that is that's the target that we're trying to hit. Okay. And last time we came on, gross churn was three percent. Is that the same or higher or lower? No, it's about the same. So really, we 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 looked last year as really a, a, a top line growth uh, growth uh, year, and and this year we're going to start looking more at okay, what do we need to do to retain the base? Uh, what do we need to really do to strengthen that? Because that's going to be more and more important. Obviously, as the base gets bigger, uh, net retention and logo churn become more and more of a thing uh, that can hold you back or, or accelerate you. That's right. And what will you use? I mean, you have to have a, a really good kind of expansion strategy into your current base to drive, again, net negative revenue churn. What's the number one driver of that currently? Is it number of seats or number of you know integrations or what? So there's a number of things. So we don't we don't license per seat. We we license per number of dashboards primarily. So we will get customers on um, usually in in a relatively small package. So something that allows them to to prove value, to see value, and then once they've gotten to that point, maybe and that's usually within the first maybe two to three months. That's usually when we see them upgrading. They need more dashboards or they need more other services that we can offer them. So we really we, we don't try to push too much stuff uh, right out of the get-go. We re- really want our customers to, to, to see and experience the value first. And once they're solid, that's when they start um, moving up in, in plans and, and pricing Got points. Got it. And is CAC still around 300 bucks? Or sorry, 700 No, CAC... Yeah, exactly. So CAC is still around seven hundred dollars. Yeah. So we we really need to try to keep our efficiencies low. Um, again, as we as we scale into this you know twelve million dollar round, we're actually actually see our CAC increase a little bit. Yeah. So. You know, I think this year is going to be a, a little bit more of an investment year, uh, especially on product. So CAC is probably going to go a little that, bit Alan, up. You'll lose more money this year, but you'll drive more growth. Exactly, exactly, and and you know sometimes there's a bit of a, a TikTok in that in that pendulum, right? So there's an investment year, so you you put you invest in the company, right, and then you, you come up to a funding year, and you want to make sure that all of your metrics are super efficient and, and nice and sparkly. Are you still looking at your lifetime value in terms of months, somewhere around thirty four months, and lifetime value in terms of dollars, somewhere around twenty three hundred bucks? Uh, so the 23 is right. The 34 was always more like, uh, my, like 23 months. Okay. 23 months and team size yeah, still exactly. around 70. 
Yeah, we're growing. Uh, we're growing aggressively. So we're probably more like seventy-five okay. uh, from last time we chatted with, uh, which was a few months ago. Um, but we're probably going to put about forty to forty-five people uh, on staff this year. Yep. And what is the you you mentioned uh, your CAC will probably go up from seven hundred. Where are you spending most of that money each month? So a lot of it is actually going to go right back into product. Um, so we're, we're huge fans of sort of a, a product first philosophy. And, you know, if you're going after a small and mid-sized crowd and uh, wait, 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 sorry, really Alan, sorry. To, do you include all your product and developer salaries in CAC? Oh, no, sorry, sorry. So the question, you, you, you said, where you, you know, is your CAC going to go up? So the CAC is actually going to stay somewhat similar, but a lot of the investment from this $12 oh. million is actually going to go into product. Got it. Where, where are you, just real quick on CAC first before I go into product, where are you spending yeah. most of that money each month? You know, we're actually some sales and onboarding staffing. And then... Alan, you're kind of cutting. Money, you're cutting, uh, you're cutting in and out. Go back real quick. Where are you spending that seven hundred bucks on customer acquisition? Yeah, are, are, are you? Are, am I? You're good now. Audible again? Yep. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to stop moving around. Um, so a, a lot of a lot of what we're doing on the CAC side is we're going to add uh, folks on the onboarding, uh, the acquisition teams. So looking at our sales and support mm -hmm. uh, folks. Um, and then from the marketing side, we're actually not going to be pouring a lot of money into paid advertising. We're actually going to put a lot of effort into the content strategy. And we've had tons and tons of luck. And, and we, we, we know other small and mid-sized focused companies that have done the same thing. They've really focused in on SEO and content strategies uh, as opposed to the advertising heavy type of growth strategies. Mm -hmm. This is, I just had actually maybe your friend, I don't know if you know him from Ottawa, Craig Fitzpatrick on with PageCloud yesterday. Oh, cool. He, yeah, I know I know Craig really, really yeah, well. Yeah, he was on yesterday. Ottawa sounds like it's booming, but he mentioned content marketing as well. You know what? We've been actually uh, we've been actually swapping notes, um, <laughs> you know, with him back and forth. So, yeah, Craig is a great guy. Yeah, they are. Uh, just if you guys want to go listen to that episode after this one with Alan, uh, Craig just passed eight point five million dollars raised, about an eighteen dollar ARPU, doing about one hundred fifty grand in MRR with six percent gross monthly churn, three hundred dollar CAC, and about thousand dollar LTV. Um, so yeah, good, healthy business there, but so Alan, okay, good. So, totally. so you're not going to spend a lot on paid acquisition. It'll be on content marketing. Um, and then a yeah, lot will go into yeah. product. Yeah, that's right. So we, we really like this product first philosophy, right. And, and so much in a, uh, an SMB focused, um, play is around the product experience, the user experience. So if we can make the whole system more efficient uh, and every journey more efficient by investing in the product or the, the user experience, I think that is that is dollars that will pay back tremendously. Yep. What is the, so you raised 12 million, you were negotiating with people that were already in your business. What valuation were you able to negotiate? So we were, we were able to get a really, really nice valuation. And, and I mean, this is this is where a bit of the a bit of the interest uh, came into play. Um, so I was mentioning to you that we uh, were lucky enough to do a preemptive round, so which basically means that we had funding from our insiders, um, and that that wasn't the intent moving forward. So midsummer, when we said let's go and raise a Series B, the intent was to go out and chat with. You know the, the 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 standard top tier investors, and and as I mentioned, there is tons and tons of money in the system that needs to be placed. So we were getting a lot of you good a lot audience, of VC, a lot of VC dollars, a lot of v, That's right, a lot of VC dollars. You know, every everybody we talked to seemed to have raised a fresh fund. 
And of course, you know, every day that ticks by, you know, they have more and more difficulty making their uh, investment return. So we were chatting with uh, a number of folks and we had actually just started our roadshow. This is in October. Um, and, uh, you know, some executives and I were in Boston and I got a call as we were in Boston doing the roadshow. I got a call from one of our insiders. This is from from Omer's Ventures uh, in Toronto. Uh, and Omer's is a huge fund as well. Really good guys. And they said, OK, we like your business. Um, let's make this you know, short and simple. What would you say if we did an inside round completely led by the current investors? So oh, were they already in your really, business? That's right. Yeah, exactly. They were in your Series A. Exactly. They were all in the Series A. So the, the offer from them to me was, listen, you won't have to do four months of a roadshow because it, it takes a long it time. And a series, a series B is arguably one of the most difficult races that a company can go through. So they were saying, okay, we can probably get this done in a matter of maybe a month, month and a half. Uh, you know the folks around the table. The due diligence is going to be way simpler. Yeah. Um, the legal process is going to be simpler. So the only question that remained, and there was really, there's maybe two questions. One was, is it, I have to put my board hat on here, is it, is it a pitfall or is it a negative not to bring a new outside VC to the table? So yes or no, right? And the other question that we had to look at was, what's, who's going to set the valuation? Because now we don't have an outsider coming to the table and setting the valuation or the multiple. Yep. And I think that was the that was the that was the bigger question mark in my book. So what was the um, offer? So the first offer, and I'm not going to go into super specifics, but the first offer was low ball, right? And I knew that you know. Hey, Alan, tell us what low ball yeah. means, but not in terms of the number you actually got offered, but in terms of the the ARR multiple was like a, the low ball three x ARR or or less or more. No, no, no. So the, so the low ball was I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, four to five. Okay. I think it was closer to five five times uh, ARR multiple. Okay. You know, and there was all sorts of stuff, all sorts of discounting and, and whatnot, and uh, you know, really stuff that, um, for the most part, we we didn't think was 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 valuable. Yeah, you told um, me, by the way, on the first episode, your goal was to do like a fifty or sixty million pre money. You said that would be like you'd be really happy with that. Yeah, that's right, exactly. So we were obviously at the time in Boston um, chatting with a number of folks. So. I told the insiders that, you know, I would seriously consider it. Um, but in the meantime, you know, let me continue chatting with a couple of folks. And, and these are these are other VCs that I had had, you know, relationships with for the past 12 months, sometimes 18 months. You know, these things, you know, they, they take time. There's a lot of trust. Um, it's a slow process. So the idea was let's continue discussions with interested parties, folks that were interested and they're interested in us. And let's see what kind of a, a, a valuation or multiple or terms we can get on the table. And keep in mind that that's that. So I, I often gloss over that. But in many cases, terms are probably more important than valuation multiple or, or the actual pre and post. So we did that. We actually got very far with two other. Uh, actually, one here in Toronto as well and, and one in Boston. Um, and we, we really, really got far. I mean, they, they basically told us, you know, we, you know, where we're going to fit. 
And we were able to use that to say, hey, listen, uh, to the insiders, this is what we believe market demands. And in, in a very short call, we basically figured it out. You know, didn't there was not a lot of back and forth, and and you know, huge hats off to the insiders. Well, so Alan, what you did know, the, what did you end up going? So the low ball was five x ish ARR. What did you yeah. end up doing it at pre money? We got we got to basically where we wanted to be. Um, you know, and if you had that number from from the previous call, that's that's basically okay. where so we got to. So you were going to get somewhere around. You don't have to be specific, but somewhere around a fifty million dollar pre money. Yeah, we got we got you know in that in that sort of six seven eight percent uh, okay. or times multiple. Yeah. So you know what this was this was perfect. This is what we were expecting going into the round. This is exactly you know the type of business, the growth metrics, uh, everything else, and the terms um, that we were seeing in the market. So at the end of the day, we were very happy. Not only that, but we were also extremely pleased with the terms. Give me an example of two terms that you really liked. So um, I think, I mean, there was really not a lot in there, but uh, one of them was, you know, there was a one times multiple. You mean Great. liquidation preference? That's right. Yeah. You know, a one times liquidation Guys, preference. what that means, um, just quickly because we're running out of time, all that means is that when, uh, if, if, if Alan sells the company for, you know, $200 million, the investors get one times their money back before the rest of the money gets distributed on a pro rata basis or, you know, a, a weighted basis across the rest of the cap table. Is that accurate, Alan? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The other thing that was super cool, um, and they did the same thing, and this is pretty rare, but um, again, it sort of speaks to the, the trust and the, the, the type of investors. Uh, there was an anti-dilution clause that expires after two years. Which protected so all the common holders and, and you, right? That's right. So if we happen to do a down round within two years, there's some anti-dilution protection. Fair enough, right? But after two years, it expires, right? So so, I mean, just, you know, really, really nice, favorable investor friend. I mean, entrepreneur friendly terms, you know, and that and that really makes a big difference. So what did they do? They, they, they gave you another two years or they extended that? Uh, it, it, it's the same thing. So there's another two years on the Series B. So oh, in nice. two years, you know, the anti-dilution will uh, will expire. That's great. Well, guys, what do you think about this? Do you like it when I have founders on that, you know, you know, usually don't have people on twice, but I kind of like the idea of kind of keeping track with people that I interviewed six or 12 months ago to see what they're doing. Alan's a shining example up there in Ottawa of a of growing company, raising capital, having a lot of success. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Alan, I want to thank you very much. We've got your famous five already. Your, 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 none, have, have any of your books or anything like that changed? Have you popped out any more kids since we last chatted? <laughs> no, <laughs> not, none of that. None of that. Just, <laughs> just try more. Just, I just want more customers. No more kids. There you go. Well, Alan, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Awesome. Thanks, Nathan. If you enjoyed Alan today, go back and listen to Mike yesterday of XOR Data. They launched in 2014 and over the next year, put in over $800,000 to build their product. Now they've raised over $6 million and announced on my show yesterday, they raised an additional $2 million. They're now up to 10 people total. Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you host all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar 
back-to-back meetings, I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also, they make it very easy to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay, at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. Helps me so much. And by the way, look, I like have so many meetings. I'm the best at meetings, okay? I do them back to back, very, very efficient. You guys know me. Many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen. Okay, so I use the tool, it's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin, I said, Gavin, he's the CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14 day trial, isn't that great? I said, no. He's giving us a 45 day free trial at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not gonna stay up forever, so go get it now. nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.